today, especially in this season of Christmas, we uh, celebrate the Feast of the Holy Family. I think it is the right occasion, the right time, because Christ was born in the human family. It is not accidental or incidental. It is God's plan that Christ should be born in the human family. Today, we see so many phases of family life. There is a family that is multiracial, multicultural, multilingual. And it's also different from culture to culture, from country to country, from region to region. The power relation is also different from place to place. There is matriarchal and then there is also patriarchal in the family relation. In my country, for example, we have places where the husband is the kind of the leader or the head of the house. But there are also areas where women are the head who have the absolute power in the, in the family business. But one fact remains evident here when it comes to God's plan, especially looking at what the scripture telling us about family life. It is absolute heteronormative. That means the family composed of a husband, a wife, and children. And this is God's plan. And that is why God decided to be born in a human family. So that's why we call also the family is holy. The family is an icon of the domestic church, as it was called by the Vatican II, and also the catechism of the Catholic Church. And the church is the body of Christ. If the church is the body of Christ, then the church is a family, so the family is a body of Christ. That is why the family is holy. That's why the family is sacred. And that is why we need to see the family in the eyes of God's plan, especially in the salvation that was brought by Jesus Christ when he assumed human body or human flesh. So for us, what keeps strong the family as we are told by the scriptures is first and foremost is a prayer. The family that prays together stays together. That makes the family so strong is prayer life. And prayer is a tool. Prayer is a shield for the family to keep them together and then to make them also holy. Family is a place where God is worshipped. It is because we see the invisible presence of Christ at the head of the family there. And when the families worship, they reveal the greatness of the Lord. They recognize the greatness of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is always present in the family life. So worshiping God in the family 
is the most important thing that we do as, you know, to strengthen the family relationship. And also serving the Lord. We serve one another, the family serving one another, as Joshua said, behold, me and my family, we will continue to serve the Lord. So the family together as a unit, they are always there to serve the Lord. It is also a place where, you know, the sign of that love that God has given to humanity is revealed. By loving one another, serving one another, they reveal and they manifest the presence of the Lord in the family. Not only in the family, but also in the society in general. And that's why we say always, family is holy. Family is also the sacrament of holiness. Sacraments are the visible signs of Christ's presence in humanity or here on earth, especially in the domestic church where there are families. So that holiness is a call, it's a vocation. Like in the Catholic Church, we have many orders, the Dominicans, the Franciscans, the Jesuits, and also so many other congregations. And family is also one. And family is also a vocation, a sacred order, because it is hallowed by God himself. So family is not a human invention. It is a divine invention, divine innovation. It is there in God's plan, in the hand of God. So when we celebrate today this feast of the Holy Family, let us remember the first two readings. The first reading, especially advising children, honor your parents. And even mentions the reward of honoring parents. The reward is long life, eternal life with the Lord. And also the, uh, the advice given by St. Paul to the families. Bear with one another, forgive one another. And also put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. These are the tools that sustain and nourish the family. Especially these are virtues that the family need to practice in order to stay strong in their faith and also uh, in loving God and serving the Lord. So let us remind ourselves always that especially prayer life and also practicing virtues. These virtues, as I mentioned now, you know, forgiveness. Let us not turn the house into the courtroom where, you know, there is conflict or disagreement. Let's turn the house of a family into the house of confessionals. That means where there is love and where there is forgiveness. And that forgiveness is given and forgiveness is received. So let us ask the Lord in this Eucharistic celebration to continue to bless the family, to continue to strengthen his presence in the family, and also open the hearts of the family that they may always recognize that the head of the house is always Jesus Christ. He's always present there. He's always the guide and always 
is the inspirational for the family. Amen.